You are listening to I Could Get Into This, a podcast where Leah and Brett talk about different things that they could get into, but also things that you could get into as well. So if you have something that you want to share with the group, send an email to I Could Get Into This at gmail.com. Or you can join us on Twitter at IC Get Into This. That's our handle. <laughs> what more do you want? It's Twitter, it's small. I don't know what to say. No. Hopefully it's not too loud. <laughs> Zooks is just like raging upstairs. So. <laughs> oh, no, I can't hear anything. Like, oh, so. good. Yeah, I'm just like thump, thump, thump. Oh, okay. Well, you know, <laughs> there are screams. I'm not really concerned. That's, that's me throughout most of the day. Whenever the kids are up there, they're yelling at mom because they don't want to do school or, or anything yeah, else. Fine. Yeah, it just okay. every now and then I'll be on a call and I'll just look up and just kind of go, what the hell is going on up there? But Get the yeah. broom. Ah! <laughs> mm-hmm. nice. There's been a few times I've been really close to that. <laughs> I'm on a call doing business things, kids. Exactly. Do you want money? <laughs> the dad voice comes out and then the tears start. Ah, <laughs> oh, hate that. Dusty has a powerful dad voice. Like Zeus likes to, you know, dork around in his bedroom at night. So like, I'll go in there and tell him to shut up. But if Dusty goes in like one time, it's just like, and done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the dad voice. Yeah, exactly. No, I, uh, when Zoe's really uh, touchy feely, you know, she gets really emotional sometimes. And when mm-hmm. she's really emotional <laughs> and she just makes me mad and I'll, I'll say something in the dad voice and she'll just instant tears. Blood gates open. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, God, sorry. I feel terrible at the same time. Just like, you know, that this is just bothering me. Just <laughs> yeah. open that little spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, poke, poke, poke. Yeah, just like the holidays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can tell you're thrilled about tonight's topic. Oh, my gosh. Uh, bah, humbug. Bah, humbug, indeed. Bah, fucking humbug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but uh, I was going to start writing. I think I started doing it, like, got drunk with my sister, and we were talking about writing a screenplay about one of our first Christmases is a blended family because it was hot garbage. So we were, it's tentatively called Merry fucking Christmas. Nice. Colon Perfect. the year we almost kill each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our first and last Christmas together. <laughs> yes. I miss my brother. <laughs> R.I.P. All right. Um, yeah. So, um, well, I don't have much news. Uh, this is the holiday episode. Uh, we are going to talk about things holiday, things that we get into, or uh, in my case, things that we put up with because we hate this time of year. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I really don't have a good, um, good explanation of why I, I dislike Christmas and the holiday season. Um, I, uh, I, my birthday is on this 30th of December, so it's easy to be able to blame it on that, but it really doesn't matter. It's I, deeper I than that. <laughs> it's deeper than that. I just, I'm tired of, of people uh, only, I'm tired of people being, being uh, just dickheads at all times. And so 2020 is just full of it. I mean, it's just one big holiday in my eyes. 
because everyone's being a dickhead to everyone else just for the sake that they can. And if you're not going to buy me the Christmas present that I asked for, fuck you. I'm not going to do anything for you. That's that's basically. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the whole holidays for me. My beef with Christmas is like everyone's always trying so hard. Like it <sighs> sort of reminds me like I hate weddings. And part of that's because I worked in catering for years. And so when you have like three and four weddings a weekend, it fucking sucks. And it's all just this stupid tradition and pageantry. It's a giant waste of money. And beyond all those things, it's just there's nothing more tragic than people that pile all this emotional expectation on something that can't live up to it. Like you're never going to have the perfect day. I mean, bless your heart for trying. And I feel like Christmas is that way. We try so hard to make this perfect, meaningful holiday. And it's just like, it's just a fuck another day. Like, yeah. So Thanksgiving this year was my perfect holiday. And it was because it was, there was really no expectations, low key. You know, you didn't have to deal with family bullshit because you couldn't do family bullshit. Um, all you could do was what was, which was within your four walls. Mm-hmm. And we had such a low key Thanksgiving and I, I just, I want that at all times. I just, I, you know, if anything, just for the holidays, you know, there's, there's too much shit going on with, with uh, family members outside of my four walls that I just, I don't, I don't want to have to deal with it. I mean, I know it's only once a year, but you know, it's the reason why you get out of certain situations or why you cut off ties with certain people because Mm -hmm. they're just, just horrid. So, yeah, well, I mean, that I think my best Christmas that Dusty and I ever had uh, was a year we had like a big blizzard. We were supposed to drive. I mean, I had to work Christmas Eve and we were going to leave after work and drive across the state and see the family. And we're just like, all right, we're going to get like a foot and a half of snow. Let's just buy some frozen pizza, hunker down. We did some mushrooms. It was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I I can't really do that this year um, unless grandma and grandma want to take the kiddo for the day. But I mean, good Christmas. (laughs) That's, that's the worst thing about kids is that you can't do things like that it really anymore. cuts down my my illicit drug use <laughs> <laughs> at least well, i'm a responsible parent right right exactly you haven't done it since having kids <laughs> I mean, <really> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um, that was the only time i ever did mushrooms it's totally worth it i think everybody should try oh, it oh god um, damn it that's 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 gram which was fantastic <laughs> I was like giant fighting robots and monsters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were so yeah. Like had gone anywhere, done any harm, you know. Just ate a shitload of pizza and freaked out yeah. in the house. Nice. That Still sounds like the memories. perfect. That sounds like the perfect <laughs> Christmas. Exactly. I hope our, my, my boss is listening to this right now. <laughs> you heard my story about when I went to, gosh, I think it was the first year I worked at Johnstone and I went to a moped rally in Denver and ate like a handful of weed. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Interesting weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a way, that's a way to start it. Leah tries drugs. <laughs> <laughs> disastrous. So I, it's the reason why now like PBR is about as hard as I get. Yeah, yeah. Leah tries drugs. Happy holidays. <laughs> just pupils, just giant pupils. <laughs> no iris, just pupil. <laughs> yeah, Dusty's like, don't look in the mirror. I'm like, what? Now I have to go look in the mirror. <laughs> I don't know how long I was staring at myself in the mirror, but 
good times, kids. Don't do drugs. Uh, I yeah. Uh, I always get such, uh, my eyes get, are dry in the first place. So I, my eyes get super dried out and they are just bright red. And, and my irises, you know, are, are kind of on a lighter blue side. So, so when my eyes, when the whites of my eyes are red, that blue really pops too. So <laughs> good psychotic sort of look, right? Mm, yeah. Real fun. <laughs> Well, I'm glad to see we're already off the rails. It's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. It fits the theme of this year. I, I mean, I usually put up a Christmas tree, uh, decorate. I have done none of that. I mean, it didn't help that we got COVID like right at Thanksgiving time. Uh, yeah. But now I'm just kind of like skating by with that excuse. I'm just like, well, we didn't put it up. Christmas is in like, what, a week? Two weeks, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm just going to like draw on our chalkboard a tree um, and we can just pretend that way. It works. Fair enough. Absolutely. Uh, so the kids are old enough that they always need to push to have a tree and everything. Um, I haven't put up a Christmas tree for since I was in high school. Uh, I refuse to do it. And Donna knows that about me. Um, so the most that I do for Christmas decoration is I bring the tree up uh, out from <laughs> from from storage. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now we got a huge ass um, uh, um, uh, Rubbermaid that we have it stored in. And so we put it downstairs in the storage room. Uh, so, yeah, so I get to lug that up once a year and then lug it back down. But um, now actually this year was the first year that I have gotten involved. I should say I got involved more with um, with um, Christmas decorations uh, because we got a, uh, a light for outside. Uh, so we got one of those lasers. That's oh got yeah, the, they're yeah. cool. Yeah, the green and the and the red. They're really low key, and and they they they're supposed to work when when it gets dark outside. Mm -hmm. Ours doesn't, so we end up having to go out and turn it on. But you know, it's <laughs> yeah, it still works. No big deal. Yeah, yeah, it turns off after a while. So I don't know. Um, so uh, so yeah, so we we set that up, and the kids were so happy with that. So I was like, "All right, that's all right. That's good. That's uh, I'm done. That's no, no more." <laughs> See, uh, like, when I grew up, like my my mom is like Mrs. Christmas. She uh, has like totes. She has like Christmas china. She has Christmas flatware. The the, yeah. the towels in the bathroom get changed out in the kitchen. Yeah, like it's a level of like Christmas obsession. Like I remember growing up, like the switch would happen like you know the day after thanksgiving mom would like turn on the big stereo and it was non-stop christmas music until the end of the year because you know i got like well, christmas is done but we're still gonna celebrate epiphany and i'm just like don't stop please mm. other yeah <laughs> a real problem no and I, I, that was kind of the way that it was for for me growing up too uh, i think that's probably what is a big reason of why why there's so much hatred it there one way and the other like for a generation or so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you know, and then also my parents put a lot of a lot of emphasis on the gifts, you know, a lot of emphasis on, you know, getting what you want. And I I don't I don't like that anymore. Uh, you know, it was one of those things that as a kid, I was like, oh, yeah, I get all these presents and right. and counting them up and seeing how many you have compared to your siblings. And um, 
I don't care. I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> I get my own gifts. If I want something, I'll get it. If you want to get something for me, just get it for me. If you don't know mm -hmm. what to get me, get me cash. But my, my family makes such a big deal out of it. Well, if you don't tell me, tell me what you're going to want, then I'm not going to get you anything. Fine. Good, that's, that's what I want. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's and, the, you know, that's the problem is that's not the acceptable answer. Like people have to get you something. Like, I yeah. hate when you go to like family gatherings, like there's a lot of Dusty's family that don't know me very well. And it's always just like, oh, what do you get a girl? Here's a scented candle. Here's some lotion, <laughs> like, you know, the girl gifts. And I'm just always like, oh, thanks. You know, this is literally worthless. You know, you could just right. honestly, you could have given me like a beer, bonus, yeah. uh, some cookies, like pair. I think like consumables are always a better gift because like, yeah. what the hell am I going to do with some lotion that makes my skin break out? I'm definitely going to eat whatever you give me, even if it tastes terrible. Yeah, you're going to you're going to um, really appreciate that a lot more than anything else that's there. Yeah, you know, I've got a couple of friends that always give me homemade pickles, and that is always a favorite ooh, gift. Oh, yeah. Uh, I should get you some pickled beets that we got in the in the uh, thing. Yeah, I just got um, some pickled watermelon rinds. One of my oh, favorites. yeah. <laughs> Are those one that you made or no, I, uh, Dusty's. Um, sister-in-law makes them and like oh, i said wow. i don't know many people that make them so it's kind of a hard like seems like a midwestern delicacy so I, i'm all over that that might be a future episode is like midwestern delicacies we could do our own little like cooking episode i just made the uh as i call it lutheran sushi uh the pickles with cream cheese wrapped in the <laughs> dried beef right. like oh that's right. like a favorite meal and that's the best description ever the worst thing that i think about when i think about midwestern um cuisine yeah uh is uh anything with mayonnaise in it <laughs> yeah, really? yeah yeah i mean because I you have mayonnaise. i know like, but you have so salads? many different salads that we have mayonnaise down for our non-midwestern like listeners when we're saying salad we're not talking about something that involves lettuce usually oh no, god no um possibly a jello i mean Mm -hmm. The word salad is so nebulous in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We use it for everything. Possibly put in there that it's going to be a salad, but also like cups and cups of mayonnaise or ranch dressing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put a vegetable into jello and put some whipped cream on top. That's a salad. <laughs> I, this could be, like I said, a whole like tangent. Like I love when you go like something I've really missed this year are potlucks. Um, oh, absolutely. Because it's always the parade of kind of weird, like Midwestern staples, like broccoli salad and uh, frog mm -hmm. eye salad and <laughs> fluff. Snicker salad. Snicker salad. Fluff is my favorite because it's just like oh, whip yeah. and jello and some other nebulous thing. It tastes great. Uh, it's a staple <laughs> on like the frying pan uh, salad bar. I don't really know what it is, but it's good. <laughs> I don't think fluff is salad though. Like if there's like a diagram here mm. we're drawing. Like there's maybe a little overlap, but it's definitely a separate circle from the straight salad. I uh, think it just falls into the dessert uh, area. That's about it. Some salads are desserts, like the Snickers salad. Air yeah, quotes. <laughs> exactly. And, and even though it has Jello in it, and Jello is usually a dessert, that doesn't mean that it's actually no, a dessert. No, rule, mm -mm. Rules are off here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just uh, the wrong incredibly unhealthy in the midwest and we're all going to die of heart disease it's because we don't know what a salad is <laughs> <laughs> it's not a salad it's a vegetable we just try to figure out how you can cover it in cheese or ranch dressing right exactly oh. well let's bake it 
first and it's too hard to fry things you know so. yeah <laughs> I can't fry a cop corn can i right can. well yeah you know the <laughs> funny thing is is that we're probably where all these uh uh recipes came from was during the 30s uh during while you know the depression was going on no one had nothing in their their uh their kitchens or nothing in their their shelves so they just threw a bunch of shit together and they said oh hey this is so and so salad you, you know, this is how you know the Midwesterners are the real salt of the earth people is because we were raised on struggle meals. <laughs> right. We're the kind, yeah. of, the kind of people who are just like, yeah, take this crap food and make it into something and elevate into something that's cuisine. Um, like yeah. <laughs> we were talking about struggle meals with uh, some of my friends. They were over and I was like, I won't lie. One of my str- favorite struggle meals is to get like Ritz crackers and American cheese and then just melt it slightly. It's mm. very fancy. Very good. Yes, indeed. <laughs> almost qualifies as a meal oh um, my gosh yeah we used to so my dad always loved taking bologna and putting them on top of poppy seed rolls and uh just calling that a sandwich <laughs> i'm just like okay. I, the bread is there so technically yeah. sandwich yeah. it's not wrong the bread is there you you had the poppy seed rolled you butter the poppy seed roll you put the bologna on top and you eat it that way that's that's yeah, a sandwich. i used to eat a lot of uh, macaroni and cheese with like frozen peas and hot dogs in there because then it was kind of all the food groups oh right <laughs> <laughs> it's what kept us from getting scurvy i imagine <laughs> <laughs> amongst a lot of other things <laughs> yeah right i should have probably been taller but uh right. a lot of <laughs> well, I want to rope this back around here to holiday. So do you have any favorite like holiday foods or treats this time of year? Because they're everywhere, right? The, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you may um, hate Christmas, but everybody loves Christmas cookies. <laughs> I do. I do. Absolutely. So I was thinking about that a little bit. One of my favorite things that um, as I uh, grew up, got out of the house, um, graduated from college, I, I spent a few years in Minnesota. And uh, one of the, that, those times uh, around the holidays, uh, I ended up living with my uh, relatives and uh, they would make a lot of cookies every year and, you know, be the, be the type of family that would make a, 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 a shirt box full of cookies and give that as, you know, gifts to the friends and family members and everything. And uh, it was always great after I lived with them uh, when I was still in Minnesota, because every year, no matter where I was at in the area, um, I would always have a a delivery uh, that would come through with um, with all these cookies and and sweets and everything that's attached to them. Uh, And I absolutely, absolutely loved it. I I really miss uh, having that uh, happen every year. Yeah, I'm pretty bummed. My mom would always make like, yeah, she had Rubbermaid tubs full of cookies. Because, mm. um, you know, between you're probably the same way. I mean, we had tons of people come through. The cousins come by, aunts and uncles. People would stop by all the time. My mom would fill the garage with these tubs of cookies and bring out the cookies. Um, like our big oh, staples wow. where we always did um, cookies and Chex Mix. Mm, the homemade sure. Chex Mix. My little brother today sent me a picture of the of the giant like Tupperware bowl. And I was like, are you making Chex Mix or are you hungover? Like there's only two <laughs> that bowl comes out. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. You know what I'm talking about. Everyone had that <laughs> I... bowl in your house growing up where it's like, oh, honey, you're sick. I'll get you some Sprite and here's the bowl. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. My bowl had uh, the oyster crackers in it. 
Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, the oyster crackers and the dried ranch and, uh, you know, pretzels and whatever else that you could find at the time. Oh, man, I was yeah. I was always such a puker when I was in college. And my my friend uh, Chris made me he bought me like a big punch bowl and he spray painted gold and wrote you're a champ on the bottom of it. So I could have that in college for oh, all gosh. the times I was hung over in my dorm room. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Some things never change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you were mentioning food and uh, sweets and everything. And I have to be uh, I have to be honest. There's um, one thing that happened yesterday it was just yesterday that happened um donna likes to make fudge uh mm. every year especially around this time and uh the kids were helping and the fudge got a little um uh, uh destroyed <laughs> so so instead of of trying to put i think they have to put in the marshmallow fluff and and chocolate and and melt that out first before you put in the sugar and all mm-hmm. the other things well th- the kids ended up just putting it all in it all at the same time um oh. yeah so so it doesn't really melt the same and like everything too hard for me i think i love fudge right. but yeah, no, it, you got to have a lot of patience with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, so she wasn't paying attention. That's fine. I, it was just like, yeah, we'll see what happens. And so we get it out. We get it all laid out. And um, it, it basically became Ublek. You know what Ublek oh, is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're... Yeah, non-Newtonian fluid, where you uh, where you make put a lot of pressure against it. It's hard, but if you put just put your hands on it, you, you sink in. That's oh, that's like what me. happened with this fudge. <laughs> this fudge was this way, and it was like, um, who wants to like taste it first? Fudge, like getting your hands all over it and stuff. I we were taking the well, spoon. We're and we kept, anyway. kept on yeah, kept on tapping it with the spoon, and then we would let the spoon sit there, and it would start to, to go down. It was fun. For science. <laughs> exactly so but you know it sounds weird i mean and everything and we we're terrified to try to t- taste it and um uh <laughs> i came up uh, so we let it cool off anyway and next day came around i went to work came up from work and uh the first thing that that donna and zoe say to me is hey do you want to try our poop <laughs> what you, did you did you just say poop she goes yeah i did I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so you they know, were able to, yeah, you like, yeah, absolutely. So they, they took, they, they took a spoon full of this, this fudge and it was really, you know, runny, but yet it was formidable. So, so Donna just put it in her hands and she was just rolling it like a tootsie rolling roll. Rolling some turds, huh? Yeah. Rolling some turds out of it. Um, it didn't keep its shape because like I said, it just kind of oozed back Much into like it. like an actual piece of poop. <laughs> Right. You you might need some more fiber, Leah. Uh, so. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> I was just um, gonna say I'm so disappointed. There aren't pictures of this. Maybe there are. I just haven't. Uh, no, I haven't posted today. I <laughs> but <laughs> so but so we were going around. And we were like, um, I don't know if we want to try this. And I said, Fine, I'll just try it. <laughs> just do it. So I tried it, and it literally took me back to my childhood. Yeah, because yeah, because my like mom perfect would, kind of well, mix? no, my mom made this type of fudge that it was uh, it was chewy and mm-hmm. my wife makes it with um, I don't know if it's different, but she makes it with the strawberry. I'm sorry, the marshmallow fluff. So it's more of a, a really solid, you okay. know, and 
and uh, more like the fudge that you find at at um, uh, Shields or some mm -hmm. other kind of of stores where you have the different variations that you can choose from. Yeah, they kind of like have a big slab and they kind of exactly exactly yeah that's the kind that that donna usually makes but my mm -hmm. mom growing up would always make this fudge that was more like a caramel mm. and that's what this reminded me yeah of. so maybe you could just wrap it in some wax paper or something like caramels that's exactly what it was i love homemade caramels like every yeah. time someone brings those in i'm just like shoving my pockets full oh yeah so and and i can't have you know caramel because uh it's dairy zoe can't have it because of the dairy and so we we haven't done anything like a caramel like that in a long time and that was just something that donna never liked like doing or never did yeah um my mom didn't even like doing it. She would do it when I was really young, but uh, I don't think I had a karma like that um, in many years. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this actually, you know, and every now and then she would make this chocolate caramel and mm -hmm. that's what this fudge kind of tasted like. And it, yeah, it was- that, that poop brings you right back, huh? That poop was Im immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> you stopped eating this shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh well, yeah. I had to like replicate the recipe again. I don't think we really just will. dump it all in there and don't measure things. That's that's the only thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're Maybe supposed to do this and this. Just yeah. Put it all in my, and, and fuck cooking. it all up. Yep. Fuck it up. <laughs> I can't bake. Like this was my revelation as I like I bought a bunch of like, cookie dough for one of those like somebody's kids fundraiser and I got suckered into oh. buying five right. tubs of cookie dough. And even when the instructions are on there, I don't have to actually do any baking. I still manage to fuck it up. And I think it's because <laughs> It's, I realized, like, it's not that I can't bake. It's that I can't follow instructions. So that's why I can't bake things. <laughs> I know you have a tough time with counting, too. Like, so. I don't, you know, I'm pre-seating the oven or whatever I want. Um, I'll just take them out when they look <laughs> done. Um, yeah, so that's that's really what it is. So <laughs> I know you have a tough time counting, too. So, you know. Yeah, numbers, of... not my forte. Uh, and if, it, like, <laughs> if the recipe doesn't have pictures, it's a hard pass. Like The internet's <laughs> the best thing that's happened for cooking because now I can, like, see pictures. You can get the recipes where it's every step of the way. And then you can be like, oh, that's where I fucked up. So. Yeah, you need to get those those kids uh, cookbooks that show you every step yes. of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a bunch of like vintage cookbooks, and they're all terrible because they don't have any pictures. They have bad illustrations, and most of them are just the worst recipes I've ever tried. <laughs> oh sure, it's it's that depression era recipes. That's what it is. Yep, yep. Just like <laughs> yep, just sweep the dust off the floor and put it in there if you don't have breadcrumbs. Um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Might be a little chewy at first, but that's what we call giving it texture. <laughs> <laughs> you really, you're gonna experience all the the senses when you eat. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> so, what else do you have? I know you got some some interesting traditions. Is what what it uh, sounds well, so like. Our family's really big into advent calendars. So when we were growing oh. up, my mom made one. It was like a little tree that was mounted on the wall and every morning you got up and you got to put a Christmas ornament on there. So um, aside yeah. from like a regular like candy one we got for Zooks, we got uh, a dice calendar this year. So every day oh. for Christmas, we, or every day we get to open up the little, uh, you know, window and there's a new dice, like a gaming dice. So did you get that at the uh, game chest? Yeah. I, I was going to say, I saw they were oh, wrecking. One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember guys, you cannot have too many dice. <laughs> <Ever>. <laughs> Well, you know what? That's funny. So this might be a good place for for a, a commercial because 
uh, I, I just started talking to some other podcast groups and they're willing to um, uh, swap trailers or different things oh. from promos uh, with cool. uh, other podcasts. And so one of the podcasts, uh, it's called Fire Breathing Kittens, and um, they are a D&D podcast. Nice. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, this will probably be a good place to be able to, to throw they in. They would also that. agree. You cannot have too many dice. Right. Exactly. Although like the uh, Christmas themed dice are a little lame. Like I feel like that's one time a year, although maybe there's a really good like holiday role-playing game out there. We just haven't found. There you go. Got to find that either that or else, you know, that, that you're, you're early on in that advent calendar. So, so you got to wait a little bit to be able to get the good stuff. Yep. That's what it is. <laughs> Just keep waiting for that good stuff. Oh, shoot. Quick break. You're still listening to I Could Get Into This, but here's a question for you. If this was replaced by an ad, would you be upset? Let's get back to the show. So um, the other thing that I, I saw that you posted about that I had questions about, and I was waiting for the, the right time to ask, and that was the pineapple turkey. I know that's oh, kind yes. of more of a Thanksgiving thing, but I, I'd love to hear. Okay. More. So my, I don't even know the origins of the pineapple turkey, but to describe this for our listeners. So this is a classy centerpiece. Uh, it's a pineapple laid on its side um, with the, uh, you know, the leaves of the pineapple being the turkey's feathers. And mm -hmm. then uh, you take a piece of fabric with googly eyes, red fabric, and you pin that to the front of the pineapple so that it is upright into a turkey head. Yeah. Now, my my siblings and I have very fond memories of this tacky centerpiece uh, in our home growing up. My mother made this, and I said, I do not know the origins if, of this thing. If it was, it feels like it's something that was in like better homes and gardens, and my mom made it because it would look cute. She did not realize that all of us would latch onto this yeah. because she's still mortified, and all four of us kids have our own pineapple turkeys. Oh and we like gosh. to take pictures and send them to each other. And my mom's always just like, I don't know why you guys love this thing so much. But yes, I love the pineapple turkey. It's like the perfect mascot for our family because it is tacky. Uh, <laughs> it's well, and it's cheap. I mean, you cheap. just have to you just have good. to find a pineapple at this time of year. And yep. I, which might be easier in some places than others. But <laughs> yeah, we don't have any tacky. Like I said, my mom doesn't. She's obsessed with Christmas, not Thanksgiving. So that's probably why we can have a tacky Thanksgiving uh, centerpiece, but not for Christmas. You know, we got to have the Lennox China. We got to have the matching napkins. Oh, um, I, I think she even has chair covers now. Oh, my. And her Christmas. She has two Christmas trees up in the house. Um, yeah, it, it's it's just a thing. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the only other like cr weird cry Christmas tradition we have is um, so, like I said, I usually put up a Christmas tree because Dusty is Mr. Bahamba. We don't do we usually don't even do gifts for each other, um, but I always like to put a Christmas tree up. It's little so the dog doesn't knock it over. Um, mm. But I wanted to have like a non-traditional Christmas topper, which is kind of a big thing now. Okay. Growing sure. up, we always had an angel on the tree um, and I couldn't find anything I liked. So I just decided like, well, what's the most like polar opposite thing you could have on your Christmas tree? And so I made a snail um, and I have a snail Christmas tree topper. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I painted him. He's very, very small and very uh, colorful, but he just hangs out on the top of my Christmas tree and 
reminds me that this is a dumb holiday full of made up garbage and nothing really matters. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to all my devout Christian friends where this means things to you, but uh, you know, I've just kind of decided that Christmas kind of means whatever you want it to mean. You know, we're at the point where we're trying to like make new traditions for our family, which is really hard in 2020 because everything's just off the rails, but you know, more and more, we're just kind of like receding into our family and being like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. We're going to just, you know, hang out. We're not going to bother with getting a bunch of gifts and we're going to have a snail on our tree. (laughs) It's talking about Christmas toppers. I did see one that I thought was pretty good. Um, Have you watched the, the Mandalorian at all? No, I haven't kept up with it. Okay, but so but because, you, you know, know you're aware of it. So yeah, so so the uh, the the child, um, the baby Yoda, uh, mm-hmm. in the Mandalorian, you know, like he's Rungar got Rogar or something is his name. I thought they just Rogu. Rogu, sorry. Rogu, yeah, absolutely. I'm crucified oh. on Twitter now. <laughs> you're an out nerd. <laughs> oh, that's me. Uh, <laughs> I so uh yeah we watch it because because my son really latched on to the Star Wars things but mm-hmm. um so you know Grogu's uh big thing is you know he has he's got the force so he can uh manipulate things bring them to him and stuff like that um so I saw a topper a tree topper where it was Grogu on top and he was doing his his little thing to be able to do something to to move something mm-hmm. and the Christmas star was about six feet away you oh, know dang. just kind of on its own hanging from the ceiling that's cute uh, so I thought that was really cute that was really really cool uh, I also saw someone else. You said, you know, the big thing is having uh, n- non-traditional things on top. And uh, I saw someone uh, took the top of their tree and they made it into the Grinch. And so it's kind of oh. reaching out and uh, mm-hmm. holding a ornament from the top, you know, type thing. So I'm I also a big fan of like cool. the Australian Christmas tree. So the upside down Christmas tree. Um oh. Nice. Or the portal tree where you have like the tree look like it's going through the wall or it's coming out like the other side of the room. Like that's yeah. just. Now those are nerd trees though. Those I mean, are completely... super nerd trees. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Unlike us, totally cool functioning. Yeah. Well. Absolutely. So let's talk more about dice. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the only other, th- I, I can't think of anything else. So the growing up you know talking about christmas holidays traditions whatnot um you know i didn't really like um christmas that much when i got got older but uh one of the things that we would do a lot around um around my birthday like i said is the 30th and so really close to new year's eve yeah um so uh um we spent a lot of time going to uh, hotels and just staying in a hotel oh. over the new year's Eve or during my birthday or something like that. That's a great so, idea. Just get yeah. away and relax yeah. and have a pool. Well, or and my parents, <laughs> right, right. My parents had a, had a restaurant. They had a dairy queen and uh, they couldn't do anything during the summer. Cause they just, it was just right. too busy to get away. So, um, so the winter time was really the time that we were able to do things as a family. Uh, my dad was around and, and instead of being at work all the time. And so, so we went out to, um, you know, spent a, a weekend in Sioux Falls, which, you know, was the big city mm-hmm. uh, compared to where I, I grew up. So, um, so that's what we did either that or else we would go to, um, uh, Mitchell, which is a bigger city, still, you know, t- 
tiny for a lot of people's standards. But um, my uh, my mom grew up in in uh, Mitchell, and my grandparents were there. And instead of staying at Grandma and Grandpa's, which we usually did, we would stay at the at the Holiday Inn that was in Mitchell. And um, I always loved it because um, the being the outgoing person I am, I would always make friends with whoever was at the hotel at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of do that now still when I, I go, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was destined to, to uh, do a lot of traveling and stay in hotels. Uh, Cause I just pick up friends everywhere. Um, uh, but I always love doing that. And um, holiday Inn was the best because, you know, especially the, in um, Sioux Falls and in, in Mitchell, they had the big holodome where it was just this wide area spread open area uh, with the pool. And uh, they had the, uh, the putt putt golf, you know, and mini golf that was uh, set up within there and everything. And Nice. Uh, a lot of video games and yeah. that was that was my thing <laughs> so i gotta ask like are there any like beloved christmas movies and if you say die hard i'm gonna punch you in the face <laughs> what why die hard's a christmas movie it uh, is absolutely <laughs> no um <laughs> i mean there... it's a good movie i'm not gonna bash that but everybody's <laughs> hot take is that die hard is a christmas movie we get it <laughs> right right no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go there um you know it's interesting you brought up uh online talking about the best um uh night before christmas movie uh is um what was that the um the muppets one right Oh, Muppets Christmas Carol. Absolutely. Muppets Christmas Carol. That's what I that's what I'm talking about. Uh Christmas Carol. Yeah. Um, and I don't I, I don't think that's right. I think I think um Bill Murray's Scrooged is the, the best is pretty Christmas good. Carol. It is. It's not it's not, I guess, for all I'll put them up there ages, together. I just but, I can't turn yeah. my back on the Muppets, but yeah, Scrooge yeah. is pretty delightful. Uh, uh, however, oh go yeah. ahead. No, I was going to say, in regards to the Muppets, I do have a favorite holiday Muppet movie, and that's um, at an Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Ooh, yeah, I like to, I do like to watch that every year. I want to say Gremlins is one of my favorite Christmas movies. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. I, and I, this is the cheesy choice. I love It's a Wonderful Life. Um, I, I mean, mostly because I love Jimmy Stewart. Like any Jimmy Stewart movie, I'm in. Uh, yeah. Apparently, I got a uh, type. <laughs> surprisingly but, enough i don't i've never seen it <gasps> yeah my goodness. we yeah. need to schedule a watch like a i love it for two reasons like one nostalgia because my aunt karen used to have us over we'd have hot chocolate we'd stay up late and we'd watch it because it's like a freaking like two and a half hour long movie it is very yeah. long it is very yeah. poorly edited and it's it's not a great movie technically <laughs> sure. um, but, but it's a staple it's a staple. It's got a lot of humor and a lot of charm. And the reason I like to watch it now is because one of these Christmases watching this with my aunt, um, something went wrong with the DVD she bought and mm. like it glitched out, like in the scene where I'm sure you haven't seen it, but you're familiar with it with uh, Jimmy Stewart running through downtown Bedford Falls. Oh. The snow is coming down. He's going Merry Christmas to everything. So yeah. we couldn't figure out like this is where it like glitched out. So we had to like pop it out, put it back in there. And for whatever reason, when we put it back in there. It started playing in different languages. It started playing in Spanish. <laughs> like, God! And then we like tried to go back to the menu, and it was like Joanne Noel. <laughs> so we would be like every like, we had to watch all of them, and it was great. And like this is what we should do. So now it's. Part of my tradition is watching that scene in all the language options because it's just hilarious. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. <laughs> it's also very poorly dubbed over Jimmy Stewart. So his mouth is just oh. like 
flies all over the place. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> um, the, Muppets, the uh, Burton Ernie is named after the uh, taxi cab driver and the police officer from it's a wonderful life. Is it really? I didn't realize that you know, bookends there. Cause nerd. I've never seen them, but <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my wife has really gotten the kids into uh, watching the polar express multiple times during the Christmas season. So I don't know if I've ever seen that one. Is that the, the one, one that's with- kind of like uncanny Valley animation? with uh yeah with tom, tom hanks. hanks yeah yeah i hmm. there's some people that really really are freaked out by it but that's me <laughs> i'm one of those people that i watch like cgi stuff and if it's just not it, like that valley is wide and deep for me and it creeps me out <laughs> it's uh it, it reminds me of uh the first toy story yeah because any time that they had the the humans in the toy story they didn't know how to animate humans and it's just like ah, 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 ah. it's it's terrible yeah yeah and it looks so much like yeah it's jarring now because cgi has come so far like i recently watched some of the like the first toy story i was like damn this looks shitty i mean it was was horrible but yeah by today's standards exactly at the time it was spoiled it was great, but it was, yeah, it was very horrible. I wish, I wish if something that they would redo that with uh, the current animation. Um, so yeah. not like bringing in new actors or anything, but just, just do, do a new animation of that. Yeah, movie. I mean, isn't there just like a big machine? You just run the footage through and it fixes it. Right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Figure it out, Disney. I mean, it's... they're not doing much else. They're just remaking all the animated ones into CGI films. So why the hell not just fix the CGI ones that don't look good? Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Yep. Million dollar better, idea. Better right movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have not watched any of those like CGI reimagined ones yet, but. Oh, eh. the kids want to watch um, Mulan really bad. And uh, they liked they liked the new uh, Aladdin um, yeah, with uh, Will I mean, Smith. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it yet myself, but yeah. you know, speaking of of holiday movies, another one that comes to mind that I I used to love and I just I haven't seen it recently. I think last time I watched it, the kids got freaked out by it. Uh, was uh, Santa Claus the music the movie? Oh uh, yeah, with. Uh, John Lithgow and Dudley Moore. Oh, yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know the last time I saw that one. Yeah. I loved watching that one just because I liked the um, uh, the the kid actors in them. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was... Uh, I always felt like, like them when I was growing up. Uh, and um, I just love John Lithgow as a, as a bad guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. The best villain in everything. Just yeah. Hurry up, buddy. <laughs> right well and then i was i was also able to watch arthur as i was growing up and so dudley moore uh being uh an elf was was really comical to me mm-hmm. because it was um uh, pretty pretty far from arthur uh him being just a a drunk uh playboy <laughs> but yeah i guess i can't really think of any other christmas movies that i get really excited about yeah you're not you're not big into nightmare before christmas you know i really loved that movie when it came out and now it's just like it's not bad it's just not great i do like some of the music the voice i like the fantastic yeah Uh, i'm not a huge like stop motion animation fan something to go out of my way to watch but yeah it's it's okay i mean 
I think it, I like it less because it has such a weird cult following now. Yeah. I like the music a lot more than I probably should. Um, but that's because I've been, I was introduced to the music is, is it a way Danny before Elf, the movie. Is it Danny Elfman music? Is that who did the? I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I was just talking to someone earlier today about uh, old, old Tim Burton and Danny Elfman projects. I was like, man, he was hitting his stride so hot in the nineties. And now I just can't think of a single thing I've liked that he's done in decades. Yeah. Uh, between Tim Burton or, or Danny Elfman or uh, both of them. Tim Burton mostly. Yeah. I, I was going to say. He's Tim just Burton gotten like him. more weight. Like it's kind of lost a lot of that weird kind of quirky style he was known for. And I don't know if that's by design or just like Hollywood in general, but like I would love for just a weird ass Tim Burton movie again. I think he got less quirky and more weird and it just got, you know, <laughs> you know like a good way. Like one went one way and the other in a chart and right. Exactly. Uh, you know, uh, it's things like Beetlejuice, you know, that I think that's a, a great quirky oh, movie that yeah. is, it's still, you know, falls kind of in a category all on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to be able to, to compare that with anything else that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Edward Scissorhands, you yeah. know, is another one that, uh, you know, just was, and it wasn't weird in a, in a weird way. It was weird in a quirky way. And yeah. it was, it, it had, just enough pull on your heartstrings that really made you feel for these characters. Um, But that's, yeah. um, The, the soul of the movie for, for Tim Burton films. Yeah. He creates such an intense sense of place and, and like weirdness about it. Like uh, I feel like the last time that I saw one of his movies where it kind of had that same energy was maybe monkey bone. I think the only issue I had with that was that like, story-wise it didn't really tie up well um like no. it was definitely not as good a, a script um but he brought the same energy there which i'm just like sure. probably the last time i think i've watched something of his and just been like oh i wish this could have been more well and i think with monkey bone i mean i like brendan fraser but i don't think he was a good fit yeah for that, that role I, I mean i think between the casting and just like i said just some of the pacing I mean, like stephen king makes a cameo in that like there's, it's a weird, weird movie. I think Dustin yeah. went on a date to see that. He really enjoyed it, which is weird because he hates um, Tim Burton. Uh, ah. So I was surprised, but. That's funny. So I think probably just uh, because Tim Burton and uh, Johnny Depp kind of uh, started working a lot more. That's what, I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan. I mean, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Johnny Depp. Anything that he's done recently, I, I've never really watched much. I never got into Pirates of the Caribbean. And so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it kind of falls into that, like, actors that are more celebrities than actors. I mean, I think he's a competent actor, but it, it's sometimes you can be on the screen and you can't disappear into a role anymore because you're too big of a celebrity. Well, he's turned into a caricature. I mean, yeah. uh, of all things. I mean, so, uh, you know, I love I loved watching him in What's Eating Gilbert Grape and Benny and June. Uh, you know, those types of movies in the late 80s, that uh, early 90s that he was a part of that uh, I thought was um, really great. But I wonder if he's somebody that's probably best suited in like a supporting or a character actor role, but just keeps getting put into like a, a lead actor role. And that's maybe where all those those more modern performances kind of fall flat like mm. i don't know sure. i don't know 
I got, I got, I got nothing. I am not an actor, so I can't really speak to that craft. <laughs> but not you're acting. a director. Skating, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I did was direct the skating scenes because after that experience, right. I'm like, I would definitely never want to be a director. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what a shit show! It's worse <laughs> than dealing with salespeople. Oh, uh, just having and to I stroke everyone's <laughs> egos or what? I mean, <laughs> I, just. My big thing is I don't think I'm detail oriented enough to be a director. Like I think oh, you're a director, okay. it's like you are really making a specific vision and you need to really give a shit about details. And I don't really give a shit about details that much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Oh, I don't really care what color the napkins are. They're fucking napkins. Like I feel right. like if you're a director, like you care about that because there's significance to it. This means things. And I'm like, well, if it meant something I would have put in the script. Sure. So maybe that's just me like writer me not jiving with director me but yeah exactly. yeah definitely don't give a shit enough about those kind of details especially involves people so how do you want me to deliver this line i don't know say it <laughs> you're the actor i told you in the script to say it like that <laughs> this is why they don't put writers on sets i think <laughs> they keep them far far away <laughs> yeah. just hang up by craft services we're good <laughs> right exactly <laughs> there's food <laughs> yeah. And I will say this, craft services really are the heroes of the entertainment industry. All aspects. Yeah. <laughs> people who bring food and coffee. Uh, you are the real heroes. Absolutely. Well, you got to keep everyone happy. And caffeinated, also key. <laughs> true. Very true. Very true. Um, anything else that uh, holiday-wise that, you know. You know, the any- one thing that we do, and this is together probably a callback to like Midwestern cuisine, is I like to make lefse. So oh, I'm a, sure. a Norwegian heritage. So um, our growing up, we always made lefse. We have like a griddle at my house. We've got a mm-hmm. lefse turner for those who are not uh, at all understanding any of the words I'm saying. Lefse <laughs> is basically a Norwegian potato tortilla. You yeah. cook it up in a big flat iron griddle. Um, you use like a little rounded stick basically to flip it over um generally it is more of a sweet rather than savory kind of thing we like to put butter and cinnamon sugar on it uh but i knew there's a very popular chain of restaurants in wisconsin where they have like a whole part of the menu that's all lefse based they have sandwiches burgers so you can do them savory you can do them sweet but we usually do it Christmas time lefse is like a norwegian crepe basically yeah yeah, I mean, and it's a little bit drier. I mean, since it's a potato based, it's very, I mean, it, it's a good platform for whatever you want to eat. Right. I have, I have Alexa uh, talking to me because it thought I said Alexa Would instead you, of Alexa. Oh, <laughs> shut up, Alexa. I said Lafsa. That's some straight Norwegian <laughs> problems right there. <laughs> Alexa, cancel. Stop talking. <laughs> Oh Ordering Lafsa. No. <laughs> I was, I was so distracted by, by that. By other distractions, by other distractions. I was distracted <laughs> by the distractions, Leah. That's how they work. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I never knew what Lefsa was until I went to uh, college, uh, because I went to Augustana, which was a very Norwegian college, and and um, we would sit stand in line during the the holidays, right before uh, you'd take away go away for the holidays. And uh, stand in line to go to lunch. And while you're standing in line, there would be someone that would be making lefse, 
that you could have to eat on the way up to um, uh, to it's tied you over, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so I absolutely loved that uh, when they did that. I don't know, were they still doing that when you were there? Uh, actually, uh, <laughs> my Lefsa griddle came from Augie. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> because uh, when I was working in dining services, uh, that was usually my job was I'd make the Lefsa. Me and Nancy would be out there, like, you know, slinging Lefsa and the griddles. Yeah. And uh, there was a change in management. Like, corporate was just like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. We're just going to go buy Lefsa from somewhere oh. uh, and so like they were just getting rid of all this stuff and i was like i'm taking this with me <laughs> so i That's i awesome. legit have augustana dining services uh all my house Grill. oh my gosh it works great oh. so i've continued the tradition uh it is blasphemy in our, in our family to buy lefsa like your leg should be broken if you bought lefsa like no <laughs> <laughs> Oh, funny. It's weird because, like, there's like very little, like, we don't really have any other Norwegian heritage we really celebrate. Uh, that's really it. Is yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of the best part, though. I mean, you it's can take true. away, I mean, pickled you can take away the lutefisk and, and uh, <laughs> you don't need to do that. Dusky's <laughs> a fan of pickled herring. I'll usually get him a jar around the holidays, but that's, that's kind of about it. Maybe no. some lingonberries. Lingonberries are good, like a little yeah. tart kind of cranberry sort of thing. That is true. Lingonberries are, are good. Absolutely. Like stupid expensive though. Yeah. I like to think of like that as being like Ikea furniture, Lefsa and lingonberries, most of the Norwegian exports to America. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Meatballs. Indeed. You know, you, I, there's someone at a Johnstone in uh, California. Well, he's not there anymore, but he used to work in Ikea, like the corporate offices of Ikea in Norway. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I was like, that's like the, a bunch one of, of the coolest things. Name, or? Yeah, yeah. His uh, last name is Honigschlager. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> yes, and he's got a big. He's a big guy. He has usually a ponytail, uh, hair in a ponytail, real rocking uh, that, thick beard. that Viking look. Nice. Yeah. You you'd recognize him uh, at the as a, your uh, description sounds. I'm pretty sure I have met I've met him before. You probably know exactly who I'm. I talking do. About, I know yeah. exactly you're talking about. <laughs> oh, the giant guy from California that looks like a, a Viking. Yes, yep. that's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he doesn't he doesn't work for the fresno group oh, anymore but sad. yeah it's Hopefully gonna be bad. like i don't know doing something viking-esque yeah exactly he <laughs> sharpens <like> knives <laughs> he sharpens axe he for sharps, a little sharpens axes and yep burns down he, villages like you do here's here's a callback he, he gets involved with lumberjack sports oh yeah yeah <laughs> hot sauce hot sauce <laughs> all right well, to our own episodes <laughs> <laughs> well uh yeah next episode i i don't know it's going to be kind of a potpourri i think we're going to be getting back to uh just trying to figure out uh what we want to uh talk about again well and the good news is it feels like everybody but me has pto this time of year to burn up so i feel like it's a good time for me to ask people and get in touch with them while they're you know quarantined over the holidays and wasting time not working they can tell me what they're getting into or you know maybe everyone's getting their christmas gifts and and doing something fun with them we don't really do gifts so i don't know what i'll be getting into over the holidays but probably not mushrooms so <laughs> well probably. i'll tell you what we had a uh we had a uh a bl- uh, what do they call it not a blind um uh the uh uh 
where you place an order, not place an order. You put a bid on items, silent oh, auction. auction. There we go. Um, Johnstone every year, the corporate offices do a silent auction every year. Oh, and this nice. year we, that was actually virtual. So I was able to be a part of it. And uh, one of my gifts to myself, I got myself oh, an Instapot. The Instapot. Yep. It's, it's a, <laughs> notice right here, you probably can't read it because I think it's on backwards. It says model smart Wi-Fi. Ooh. So it's a Wi-Fi enabled instant pot. Yeah, we may have to make do a cooking one just because I, I have so many questions. As somebody that like, um, we got a lot of cooking stuff for our, our Christmas this year uh, at work. And it's just kind of funny talking to everybody about how they cook and what they cook. Cause I'm like, I love to cook. Um, but I kind of like to have like a gonzo approach to cooking mostly because I have a tiny, tiny kitchen and I have like no space for gadgets. So it's kind of like, well, I will just MacGyver whatever I can to do whatever I need. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, like hearing people getting like cool gadgets, like Instapots. I'm like, oh, so like it's a pressure cooker. Or is that like, I could just like modify my crock pot? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> So exactly. many ideas. <laughs> well, see, and, and, and what I, the sad thing is, is the big, biggest thing that I'm excited to use it for is to, to make rice in it you oh, know it's yeah. it's a rice cooker basically and i already have a rice cooker but i want to have a rice cooker that is wi-fi enabled damn it <laughs> you are you are living the dream exactly. punk. future is now <laughs> i just want a wi-fi coffee pot like i feel like that would be the most wi-fi like gadget and you're talking to somebody that's like this is the first year i've ever owned a coffee pot um, I literally have one of those like pour over coffee things that's held together with electrical tape. Oh, nice. family motto is this is fine. I wasn't going to replace it. I was just going to tape it together. Guyvering <laughs> 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 things. Like I said, we'll figure it out. We oh, don't need fancy man. Things. So you actually, yeah, you got, did, did you get a Keurig or do you, you go with the uh, actual? I can't remember the name of it. It's a really nice one. Um, do you have to buy the pods or is it no, like actual coffee? No, it has a coffee? reusable filter in it. So you can just put the oh. grounds in there. Uh, it does cold brew. I haven't figured out how to do that yet. I mean, oh. we owned this thing for like five months before Dusty finally like showed me how to make coffee in it. Because <laughs> like, I'm not going to read the instructions and just beep <laughs> on the buttons. I found out the reason it wasn't working is there's a drip guard on. If you put it on, it won't. Start, won't start so oh uh, got it <laughs> this is why you fall in love with people they compliment your 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 failures um me being exactly. a functioning illiterate means dusty can teach me how to use the basic appliances in our home <laughs> although if i pretend like i can't do it he'll make me coffee even though dusty does not drink coffee he'll make me a full pot of coffee knowing that i will drink all of it myself <laughs> oh funny <laughs> that's true love right there true love yep <laughs> hey sk pacman here I'm the creator and showrunner for Secret Stage Podcast. We're a band of nerds who talk about anything and everything, from Twitch DMCA's and Fall Guys, anti-yellow team tweets, Cyberpunk 2077, RTX, AMD, Keanu Reeves' recent resurgence, Johnny Depp's fall, and so, so much more. Nerd culture, pop culture, news, and commentary. Join us every other Wednesday night at twitch.tv slash skpacman to watch us live or every other Monday right here on your favorite podcast destination. All right. Well, um, uh, yeah, I think we're at a good enough time. So food would be a good episode. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, a lot can happen yeah. in two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I look yeah, at my the... calendar that is still set to September. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, calendar, for being there for me. Um, yeah. 2020. <laughs> mm. 
but yeah, two weeks, who knows? Um, Right. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens. And then also, uh, like I said, we're going to be doing uh, more of uh, promo swaps with uh, other podcasts. So you're going to be listening to uh, probably some ads for a couple other ones. Uh, so I talked about the D&D one, another one that we're going to have. So I was thinking I got two different people that that contacted me. So I said, sure. Um, I need to create a demo first or a promo first for them to use of us. But um, I'm going to do that right after I create the um, intro and the ec- the outro, uh, which I haven't done yet. Um, but <laughs> that's right. I was going to work on a little image so we can replace our, our standard one that Anchor gave us. Oh, but maybe yeah. we'll make a couple and we can have everyone vote on which one they like. Because I really want to do little cartoon versions of us because. Oh, my gosh. Why not? I like cartoons. Right. Well, the problem is, is that you are way too good of an artist to be able to have cartoon versions of us. It would actually look like us. See, we need to have someone like myself do the drawing so that <laughs> it looks nothing like us. I know. I'll, just get, I'll just get really drunk and do it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I'm going to use my left hand this time. I my nose. <laughs> Uh, so the other uh, podcast that we're going to be hearing about or if you're listening you're going to hear about this soon is a uh, a video game podcast so uh, they run the same timeline that we do they do it every other week Um, so you know not a huge commitment and they talk about uh, gaming Uh, they do a lot of twitch gaming Um, so they have this built-in audience already, so uh, might as well, you know, have us attached to it and and act like the um, the leeches that we are. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I have explained to everybody this podcast is a big part of our mental health. We're all just trying to get to this year because, damn if it's not trying its best to kill us all. Indeed. And with that said, I gotta say hi to Jason Carlson. He uh, informed oh. me that he listens. So yeah. Oh. Hi, Jason. I think Aaron said he checked us out because he was saying, I'm like, man, you dropped the F-bomb a lot. It's like, fuck yeah. Not really. I mean, I just don't fucking curse at work as much as I probably should. Well, if anyone has ever talked to, to Jason Carlson, you know that you can swear as much as you want and you still won't swear as much as that guy. So, uh, <laughs> But he's also much bigger and much burlier than you. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> So you let him say whatever the fuck he wants to say. (laughs) All right. With that, uh, I'm going to say that's it. Have a good night. We'll see you next time. Thanks, September calendar. Have a Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I keep looking up there like it's going to tell me the date. I Have a happy Labor Day, too. Yeah, happy Labor Day or whatever the fuck. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening. And we hope you enjoyed the show. This is voiceover Brett signing off. If you do have anything that you want to talk about or want to share about things that you want to get into, please send an email to I could get into this at gmail.com or find us on Twitter. Our handle there is I see get into this. That's our show. What do you want from us? Blood? This is a podcast. You're going to get no blood from us. Graham's a good guy. He allowed us to use this music, so you should go check him out. Graham versus Graham. G-R-A-E-M-E-V-S-G-R-A-E-M-E.